0: Yo, yo, check, check this out previously up. heard previously heard good hope fm let's go it is heritage month this month and we uh, celebrate our heritage and we hype our heritage on good hope fm uh, and i'm doing a series of, of conversations with incredible uh, legendary artists and uh, in this uh, regard it's no different uh, welcome to it uh, vicky Sampson. Good afternoon, Chad, and good afternoon to all your
1: amazing listeners out there on the middle of FM.
0: Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. I said it earlier, it's so difficult to to take a career that goes over such an incredibly long lifespan and with so many incredible moments, uh, to just package it into 5 or 10 minutes, it's, it's, quite, it's quite difficult. Um, but yet, I will try my best to keep you know to keep the focus i am chatty just know know that <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you i appreciate that Chad. there's so much to be said but i guess in the times that we're living in i think it's more relevant actually for me at this point in time to speak about the things which we are
0: experiencing now absolutely i think you know you understand the music industry back then you understand the music industry in between now and then, and then you understand it right now. Uh, I mean, you've released music uh, up until this year. Uh, We're talking about uh, this isn't enough. Yes, uh, which is a pretty crazy story that I know a bit about. uh, But uh, can you tell the listeners how it came about?
1: Well, actually, um, it's a beautiful story because Mark Lottering and I go back to the 90s when I first met him. And I just had such a love for the guy. And one of the most down-to-earth, incredibly beautiful human beings that I've met in my so career nice. and in my life. And he actually came and visited. Him and I ended up visiting my mom when she was still living in West Street in Mitchell's Plain. And I'll never forget, yeah. he was wearing this brilliant blue, like, jersey that day. And he just looked so huggable. And um, our friendship developed over the years. I went to watch quite a few shows of him. And one day I still joke because in one of his shows, you know, in all his shows, actually, he plays, he accompanies He plays himself. and sings, yeah. Yes, and he plays and sings. And I didn't know that. So after that experience, I said to him, gee, Mark, I hope one of these days our paths are going to cross musically so we can do some sort of a collab. And then not knowing that decades later, literally, Mark wrote the song in December called This Isn't Enough. and. um Kind of had earmarked someone for the song, but that person at that time was just not available and not really feeling the spirit of the song. I yeah. guess um, and then which does happen. You know, yes, which does happen, you know. We all we we've all can, can attest to that. And apparently the one day after he'd been into studio to lay down the vocal and the, the piano track for the song, um, he was driving up his road and there a very good friend well-known friend of ours and a colleague and someone in the media as well yes saw him and it's like hey Mark, come in for a coffee what are you doing and the next thing they started chatting and she said what have you been up to and he told her i've been in studio um i just um, started working on this new song and then she said can i hear it that you played it for him. he played it for her and then she said oh Finally, got tears in her eyes, and she said, "You know, Vicky Sampson's got to sing the song." And he says, "Bitch, <laughs> it gets so cruel, it's so much like, this? And then the next thing the conversation began. He sent me a WhatsApp on the Saturday morning. I'll never forget, and asked me to have a listen and to see the i keen and i did i immediately identified with the lyrics and the, the gist of the song because it's about learning to love oneself and appreciate yeah. oneself and yeah. specifically geared towards gender-based violence issues yes. et cetera. and i think the song just developed and within two three weeks we were in studio and then the next thing we created the video and it's, it's such a proud moment for me in my life because it's always wonderful to work with an artist who's from home you know
0: yes that you,
1: you've always had a, a rapport with and mark is so brilliant on so yes. many levels and i think he kind of made me express myself through this song as well as this isn't enough vicky what are you going to do from here on mm-hmm. in now Where do from here? so it was a quite a retrospective moment for me but a very proud one and a very happy one, yes. And Colin uh, did a great job of the track. You know, it was a beautiful experience, just in general.
0: Yeah. So thank you for that. I, I think it's so amazing because I've heard that story before from Mark, the entire yeah. story. But hearing hearing it from you, I'm literally getting goosebumps as you're explaining it because you're on the other side of the story, and uh, you then go record the song. You also tell him that you're going to take the second verse and yes. you're gonna octave it, which to the listeners <laughs> means basically you're gonna Vicky Samsonize it by taking yes. it a complete, you know, a, a full octave higher. And at first Mark obviously was like, wow, okay. And when you did it and when we hear the record, its I mean, I can't imagine it any other way. Vicky, just tell me that you mentioned the nineties. Take us back, uh, just just, just paint a picture for us. Uh, you met Mark in the nineties, you know, you kind of described this moment that I can only visually Paint the picture for myself, and it's a music and entertainment industry that's a lot different now.
1: I think that was actually an incredible era in the history of South African music. It was still very challenging as a woman of color,
0: yes, um,
1: as a performer that had, at that point in time, because I signed my first record deal in 1992. Wow! And prior to that, I had um, travelled to Swaziland and Botswana and Lesotho and worked and been the lead singer in a band called Shine, where I met, you know, the father yes. of my kids in, that, in Lesotho. And the industry was so different in the 80s, rolling up into the mid 90s, um, that there were certain disciplines required. And I'm very grateful that I'm one of the people that's had those experiences, because my ex-husband was like a stickler for time and punctuality and rehearsing and knowing what you're doing. So all the things that I've learned, I learned so much from Trevor and he's one of South Africa's most well-known and respected musicians and bass players, etc. you know. He, yes. he was Johnny Clegg's um, bass player for, for 15 years. And I can honestly say, Chad, that it was a blessing for me. I'm so thankful to people like Benji Moody from the record company at the time who had that faith in me, you know. Um, I feel that they could have, Distribution-wise, the album was a letdown because it wasn't selling as well as it should because of distribution. But on so many other levels, my life changed forever because I traveled to the UK for the first time. I recorded yeah. African Dream in London. I spent Amazing. seven weeks there, you know. So that was the foundation which was created for the Vicky I Am today, but not forgetting my background as an activist from my youth days in the Nova Park, growing up in the Nova Park and okay. being part of the Nova Park youth and toy-toying and marching for people's rights and for our, our equality, etc. So I'm quite astounded that at this point in my life, I've kind of very much almost stepped back into that as yes.
0: an activist for the creative industry. If, if you were, let's say, 90s Vicky Sampson, in 2021 what do you think the vibe would have been like? <sighs> Ooh, I would have
1: maybe taken off a little more clothes <laughs> 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 and not been quite so bashful and like hey, look at me you know um, No, but in all seriousness as you know um, there's so much focus today on image mm. and on how you look as opposed to can you actually really sing and, and you know, Chad, from personal experience, this is a calling. Yeah. It is, it is kind of a calling. And one thing I've learned about that is my gift and my voice is not for me. It is for those out there who need to hear it, for those who need to be inspired, for those who need to believe that anything is possible. And I think I learned that as a girl, little girl growing up in the dusty townships of the Nova yeah. Park. to have achieved as much as I did in my career, traveled the world, met incredible people, worked with so many other great artists, that it also has humbled me. It's helped me to keep my feet on the ground because I know where I come from.
0: I am thankful for the opportunity, and uh, it's an honor for me to have this conversation with you because we are not just speaking about South African music heritage. I'm actually speaking to a part of South Africa's musical heritage. So it's been an honor for me and I'm glad that you could share all these pearls with our listeners. And this is, uh, it's been a a great moment. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you for your time. And I'd like to wish, uh, I wanted to say before I go, because there's a very, very big surprise in the pipeline. God willing, you guys will hear about it very, very, very soon. And I must say, the one song, it features one of my, well loved and best known cape town um, uh, rappers hip hop guys uh, jitspinger so i will be forwarding that song to you guys as soon as I'm, but i'm sending lots guys. of love to you and thank you very much for 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 considering me for this privilege for more Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za it's all you need